Welcome back if you're familiar and welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Chad Hostack, and today we're doing episode 8 in our series about uh, personal power. And today we're talking about creating your own luck. You see, luck is chance considered as a force that causes good or bad things to happen. And a lot of people uh, will say that, you know, luck plays a big role in success, you know, how things just line up. And chance also plays a role in failure. You know, luck plays a role in that too. Like things don't line up and we just experience bad luck. Well, no matter what your goals are, they are achievable. And that doesn't always have to be left up to chance for you to be successful at what you want to do. You know, we've talked about other things on this podcast, like timing and placing and, you know, excellence and getting ourselves right, um, having the proper mindset to achieve things. Well, it's important to also engineer the circumstances in your favor. You know, um, and the, the best way to create your own luck and engineer the circumstances in your favor is to manage your assets and liabilities. And this might be the most important episode regarding personal power to tell you guys the truth. Um, creating your own luck is essentially you um, utilizing your assets and offsetting liabilities as much as possible. So an asset is a thing or person that is valuable to you and can give you leverage and put you at an advantage in a liability. Um, I'm not talking about liability in the sense that we're legally responsible for something or someone. I'm talking about liability in the sense that it's a person or thing that can cause embarrassment and put us at a disadvantage when it comes to success. So, you know, your first asset is going to be yourself. You are your number one asset because you are the one who's responsible for your life. Um, your second most viable asset is a good attitude, you know, and work ethic. You know, your attitude has a lot to do with your work ethic and your attitude has a lot to do with um, your opportunities, you know, like seeing the glass half full and, you know, having a good perspective on life that will take you so many places. Like just a good attitude, like accepting your circumstances for what they are and, you know, being upbeat about it all, you know, and being able to be chill in any given circumstance, you know, that's going to make you attractive to other people. That's going to make people want to help you and, you know, be there for you. And your third uh, greatest asset would be your mindset. You know, are you a winner? That's something you have to determine for yourself and not let anything else determine that like other people or circumstance. And there's times we're going to take a lot of L's in life and there's going to be times we just have to cut our losses and say, well, I wasn't good enough at this, but I can get better if I really tried, you know, and that's the beauty of failure is that it puts us in a situation where there's a lot of information on what we need to do differently to properly engineer the circumstances in our favor to be successful at whatever we want to be successful at. So your biggest liability is going to be a bad attitude. You know, that, like, having a bad attitude will destroy opportunities. It will make you ugly and not attractive to people. 
and no one's going to want to help you. No one wants to hang around with someone who sees the glass half empty a lot, you know, um, at any given time, really. And your second biggest liability will be fake friends, people who don't really have your best interest at heart. And, you know, they put you down and they discourage you from trying to be successful. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to put you down in social interactions and try to make you look bad and put you at a disadvantage. You know, those people are your true enemies in life. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's just sad because that is something we do have to deal with. So whenever you're celebrating something, uh, pay attention to the people who aren't celebrating with you. Uh, those people are likely to be jealous or unhappy that you're successful at something. And they're also people you can't really share bad news with. Um, you know, any, any information of weakness will be used against you, especially by those people. So your third biggest liability is going to be your weaknesses and insecurities. Um, if you don't properly manage your insecurities and you don't properly manage your weaknesses, like you don't properly mend them, um, they will be used against you um, at any given time by anybody, uh, but especially fake friends. And so um, your fourth biggest asset would be your network, by the way. Uh, because it's, it's not so much who you know that makes you successful, it's who knows you. And you want to make sure, like, like I talked about in the charisma episode, you want to make sure that you're being charismatic and you're being there for other people and building your network. Um, because uh, people, people like helping other people succeed. People feel really good about that. People love being helpful. You know, people love expressing themselves. They love being understood. And they also love being at service to other people. You know, when you meet the right people anyway. Um, especially if you have a good exchange of value with people. You know, people are more than happy to network you and connect you to somebody who can be helpful to you in a certain arena. You know, so when when you're trying to be successful and you can't do it alone, you know, look at your assets. You know, um, are you good enough by yourself to achieve what you want? Is your attitude good enough to help you achieve what you want? Do you need to consult people in your network, your most trusted counsel? Do you do you need to be counseled by your network and connected to somebody who can help you get what you want and succeed at the thing you want to do, you know? And that that's how you create your own luck is by, you know, um, managing your assets and liabilities and there will be other assets and liabilities that you have but it's going to be personalized to whatever the hand fate dealt you and however well you played that hand everyone's going to have their own various assets and liabilities you know like one of my personal assets is my website cmhostack.com um, it's a landing page for my newsletter and also a place for people to read my story and i wrote my story like an elevator pitch kind of um you know, I, I get traffic to my site and I get signups and, uh, you know, it's also a place for me to sell my books and music when I'm done with them and have published them, you know. So uh, no matter who you are and what you're doing, you're going to have your own version of assets and liabilities uh, that you're going to have to manage. Uh, 
Because if you don't take stock of like what's in your arsenal, then you're not going to be able to know how to engineer the results in your favor. But like I'm saying here, it's usually going to come down to yourself, your mindset, your attitude, and your network. And it's also going to be about, you know, making sure that the liabilities you have, like your insecurities and weaknesses and fake friends, like, or enemies for that matter, like, um, you're going to have to find ways to prevent them from interfering with your personal goals and what you're doing. And like I said in a previous episode on personal power, minding your own business is a great way to do that. You know, keeping your goals and your stuff to yourself and keeping your head down and focusing on what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. You know, the the less the less people looking at your goals and how they work and how you're doing them, the less they're going to be able to sabotage them for better or for worse. You know, whether whether somebody was over attentive and it sabotaged your goal on accident or somebody was deliberately trying to sabotage your path to success. You know, like they tell someone powerful, you know, bad things about you that are trying to sabotage your reputation so you can't get the opportunity you wanted. You know, um, that that's really what it comes down to is making sure that you make a list of all the assets you have. Like for me, I've done that and I have over 22 different assets that I can utilize, you know, to, um, get more views, you know, get more subscribers and get better at music, you know, and that's why self-education is important. The very first episode of this podcast, you know, like, I use Udemy or Udemy, whatever it's called, Udemy.com for my self-education. I buy courses on there and I go through them. I complete them, you know, to improve my sales knowledge and copywriting knowledge and improve my skills as an aspiring internet entrepreneur, you know, filmmaker and musician. They have courses on filmmaking, documentary filmmaking. They have courses on photography. They have courses on music theory and guitar and bass and piano, all sorts of stuff that is available to me at a certain price, you know, so self-education is a valuable asset and it's also a valuable aesthetic lifestyle to have, you know, so that's another example there, like, you know, and the, and you, I highly recommend that you believe that the universe is abundant. Like that's the number one mindset I would encourage everyone to have that the abundance mindset, but attach it to the universe. The universe is abundant. Like there's, there's always opportunities lurking about. We're just not always aware of them because we're not always in that mindset. You know, sometimes our focus is on other things like repairing mental models of ourselves or other people, making sure that we're repairing any inaccuracies and we're finding the missing pieces that we needed to make sense of things. You know, our focus goes in and out to different things that are very important. However, we should always know how to revert back to the abundance mindset. And, you know, um, and there will be people in life who don't want us to succeed. There will be people who don't want us in environments that are in, you know, um, and that's really the epitome of enemy. There's someone who don't want you in the environment and they don't want you to be successful or perhaps just not more successful than them because they, their sense of self is threatened by you and your success for whatever crazy reason, you know, reasonable or not. Uh, 
and um, making sure that your network are people who respect you and support you and encourage you to be successful, you know, whether it be at quitting drinking, whether it be at exercising and getting ripped, whether it be, you know, being better at something, you want to make sure that you have people who are encouraging you to be successful instead of telling you how hard it will be and trying to discourage you from bettering yourself and putting limitations on you. You don't want people in your life who put limitations on you. Um, you know, I get rid of those people really quick, you know, and there are times you can make exceptions for them. Like if they're super valuable to you in another way, I guess you could tolerate them a little bit on the part where they're not such a great friend. But other than that, like, uh, you know, when you're trying to be successful, you know, you will need a bit of luck and you can create your own luck. Um, in fact, my former boss, TJ has a tattoo, uh, on his shoulder, uh, create your own luck. It's a super cool tattoo. I think it's a heart with a banner that says, I can't remember correctly, but it's a really cool tattoo. And, you know, he created his own luck and that's why he's a very successful real estate entrepreneur. And, um, you know, it was a pleasure working with him and, you know, uh, great to have him in my network and he's fun to chat with not just about success but just about anything in life you know we talk about dating a lot too uh we talk about a lot of different stuff um so it's important to always always know like who's got your back and um who doesn't like pay attention to the people who aren't clapping when who aren't celebrating with you when you do something good or you have good news happen your way, pay attention to the people who are just monotone about it or appear fake about it, you know, because the, those people exist and they're everywhere, you know, but in contrast, you know, so is success and opportunity and luck. It's abundant. We just have to know who to go to when, where and why, and then how to do things. And, um, you know, the smarter the people you have in your network and the more successful people you have in your network, the better of luck you're going to be able to create for yourself. And, uh, you know, so that's why I always emphasize, like, always have proper exchanges of value with people. You know, always make sure that you're being valuable to the people and other people being valuable to you. Because it, it waters the garden of your network. Like if you were to look at your relationships, your whole network as like a garden, you want to water. You don't want to overwater. You know, don't be too at service. Don't be too people pleasy. You know, but you also don't want to dry out. So don't be too distant. Don't be too cold hearted. You know, don't be too distant. You know, just water it enough, and uh, you know, just be be a good enough friend. And the relationships will be flourishing and, you know, people will be um, there to help you when you need it. And you'll be there to help them when they need it, you know. And once you make a list of all your assets, you know, all the things and people that are valuable to you and can play a role in you being successful, your efforts can be a lot better organized, you know. Like as far as like physical things... You know, I'm talking on, on my Tascam DR40 uh, handheld recorder. You know, this is one of my greatest assets because it's not just something I do for podcasting. It's something I carry with me in case I have, like, some crazy idea I want to document really quickly. And the words might escape me too quickly if I'm writing it. So I just record a little 
audio notes uh, with this thing. And it helps keep everything organized. And I listen to these ideas back and I test them out and see if I want to experiment with them and see if they're, they were good or bad ideas. And, um, you know, so just make a list of all the assets you have. Um, and it will, it will really make you feel powerful when you do that. You know, for me, I got my laptop, I got my guitar, I got microphones, I got, um, you know, MIDI controller keyboard. I got, um, a recording interface. I got a laptop. I got an extra monitor. I have a standing and rising desk, you know, um, like I, I got a bunch of cool stuff that allows me to, uh, have a better workflow and, you know, make better content. And also, um, I got soundproofing tiles on the wall so I can have a little bit more peace and quiet when I'm trying to record or also study something, you know, like a copywriting course or the music theory course, whatever I'm up to, you know. Um, but having a list of all your ac assets, I, I would recommend charting it in Excel because this is inventory tracking. This is tracking the inventory of all your assets and valuable things. And it's important to also uh, log all in contrast next to your assets. You wanna write down all the liabilities like every person's name, every um, thing that could get in the way of you being successful, including but not limited to your weaknesses and insecurities. And, uh, you know, a lot of people complain on social media that people are just presenting their highlight reel, but that's kind of what you have to do. It's not wise to show weakness. Um, you don't want people messing with that kind of stuff about you, you know, and same with your insecurities and there are exceptions like, you know, to demonstrate that you're a vulnerable person and share with other people talking about what they need to work on. Yeah, I guess you could do it there, you know, but even still, like I highly discourage people sharing their weaknesses, um, you know, just because nobody really needs to know, nobody really cares. Um, but you know you should care about it, and you should definitely chart down what are your insecurities and weaknesses, and just accept that you're always going to have those things, you know, as a burden on your shoulder throughout your life. Um, we're, we all have things we don't like about ourselves, and you know, and that's like the biggest way we screw up the mental models of ourselves. We focus too much on our weaknesses and insecurities that we forget about our strengths. To contrast that. And we forget that, you know, we are strong, capable people who can create our own luck and enjoy our lives. We forget that we have the right to enjoy our lives, regardless if we reach our goals or not. We have the right to enjoy every moment if we so chose. I'm a really big believer that life is that simple and we just make it complicated. And life doesn't have to be hard. And we are allowed to be happy even though we haven't succeeded at what we wanted to. You know, so even though I think it's important to write down what your insecurities and weaknesses are and mend them like the best you can, like find ways to make sure they won't become a problem in your social interactions and pursuits of success. Um, always just make sure that you're handling things in a constructive and healthy way where you're accepting of your weaknesses and insecurities and you do understand that you can mend them and that they can be repaired and um, they will always be there, but you, 
like some, sometimes when you fix your weaknesses and your carries, new ones come up and play. Um, and that's just part of life. That's just, that's, that's okay. You know, um, as long as you're working on yourself, like say your weakness, um, is, uh, you're not as good at writing as you would like to be, or, you know, sometimes you're socially awkward, you know, just know that it takes practice to get better at things. And, um, whatever your weakness in security is, if you constructively work on it, you, you can heal from it. Uh, so, um, just, it's okay to have liabilities. It's just about what do we do with these liabilities? Like, how do we make sure that they don't embarrass us? And how do we make sure that they don't put us at a disadvantage? We document them and we be as precise as we can about them. And we find uh, ways to work work on them. Like you could hire a self-development coach to help you work on your weaknesses and insecurities. You could hire a therapist. You could get on medications and see a psychiatrist. Um, like there, there's an abundance of different ways we could healthy we could be healthy and work on the things that we have difficulties with, like weaknesses and insecurities. And I would always recommend making a list of your strengths too and, and a list of your skill sets. Like what are you truly good at? And you, the goal of this is to create like an inventory of your assets and liabilities and also understand what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses and securities and what are your... Um, what are all the things going right with yourself and what are all the things going wrong with yourself? And once you have like a really big uh, chart of all those things, or it could be a little chart, um, you're going to be able to understand what needs to be worked on first. And you're going to find out how you can leverage your assets um, to give you an advantage when pursuing uh, success of something. So that's how you create your own luck is you create a chart of your assets and liabilities, your strengths and your weaknesses, your insecurities, uh, your skill sets, and you use that information to your advantage to offset the liabilities and utilize your assets to become successful. And that's how you create your own luck.